It's another Q&A edition of Optimal Health Daily, episode 1106, and I'm Dr. Neil Malik. Hey there, happy Friday, and welcome to another Q&A edition of Optimal Health Daily, where I answer your health questions related to fitness, diet and nutrition, and lots more. You send in the questions, and I answer them for you. Now, when I'm not doing this podcast, I'm actually full-time faculty within the California State University system. I've been featured in over 70 different media outlets for my expertise on basically all the stuff I talk about on this show. I presented my research at national conferences, and I've published manuscripts in peer-reviewed journals. My doctorate degree is in public health, where my emphases were chronic disease prevention and nutrition. I also have a master of public health degree, where my emphasis was health promotion and education. I'm also a registered dietitian nutritionist, a certified health education specialist, and a certified exercise physiologist through the American College of Sports Medicine. All right, enough about me. Let's get right to today's question as we optimize your life. Today's question came to me via email. Amanda writes, Hello, I have a question about plant proteins. I understand that many vegetables, fruits, nuts, etc. do not have complete proteins and therefore need to be combined to make a complete protein. My question is on the combining. How do you know how much of each protein to take? Like, does one gram of protein X equate to one gram of protein Y to make the complete X plus Y protein? And how long do you have to make that complete protein? If I eat protein one in the morning and eat protein two at dinner, will they still combine to make that complete protein? I hope this makes sense and thank you for your time. Thank you so much for your question, Amanda. Your question makes perfect sense. It sounds like you're wondering about whether the quality of plant-based proteins affects your overall protein status and whether the timing of when we consume these proteins matter. Now, plant-based proteins are known for being of poorer quality than animal-based protein. This is something that you'll hear fitness enthusiasts talk about all the time. And this is true to a certain extent. I'll explain. As you mentioned, Amanda, plant-based proteins are not what we would consider complete proteins. This means they are missing some essential amino acids. Okay, bear with me here. Imagine you're putting together a puzzle, one of those large thousand-piece tabletop puzzles with a picture of a beautiful, lush landscape in the foreground and a gray medieval castle in the background. You're getting close to finishing this masterpiece, and that dreaded moment comes around where a third of the puzzle isn't finished, and you realize you only have 10 puzzle pieces left sitting in the box. Uh Uh-oh. Well, imagine all those puzzle pieces, the ones that are connected and the ones remaining in the box are amino acids. So all the puzzle pieces are amino acids. And the finished puzzle, let's say, is your biceps muscles. The body won't be able to complete that beautiful puzzle or maintain or repair your biceps unless we find more of those missing pieces. Or put another way, until we find those missing amino acids. Plant-based proteins are like this giant tabletop puzzle with missing pieces. So let's move away from this analogy and use a reality-based example. Eating a slice of bread or a bowl of rice alone, for example, will not give you all the amino acids your body needs to build and maintain muscle. They are missing some of these amino acids. They are missing some pieces of the muscle puzzle. Hey, I like that. That's kind of clever, muscle puzzle. Now, while this sounds like terrible news, it actually isn't a dire situation. I will repeat something that was published in a medical journal that sums up why plant-based proteins aren't a problem. Quote, 
there is no need to consciously combine different plant proteins at each meal as long as a variety of foods are eaten from day to day because the human body maintains a pool of amino acids which can be used to complement dietary protein, end quote. All right, so it turns out that as long as we consume a diet that includes different sources of plant-based proteins, the body will figure out how to combine them and use them to support the health and growth of, let's say, your biceps. You may have heard someone blurt out, if you're gonna eat rice, you better be sure you're eating beans along with it, otherwise you're not gonna get enough protein. Well, tell them to mind their own business because that's incorrect. Going back to my puzzle analogy, remember I said each puzzle piece is like an amino acid? And remember, they come together to form that beautiful landscape? Well, the body knows how to put together amino acids, just like you figured out how to put together a puzzle. If there are enough pieces in the box, your body will finish the puzzle on its own. And as long as you're eating a variety of plant-based foods, whether that's at the same meal or not, you will have plenty of puzzle pieces and that's all that matters. I will also repeat something here that I mentioned many times on this show before. The real key when you're thinking about muscle and muscle growth is to create the demand for muscle growth. If you want healthy muscles, you have to work them. You have to tell the body to send those amino acids to the muscle instead of, let's say, to the kidney for excretion or to storage as body fat. The way to do this is to make the muscles crave those amino acids so they get first dibs anytime you eat protein, plant-based or not. Now, Amanda, I haven't forgotten that you were also wondering whether you need to eat more total protein to make up for the fact that plant-based proteins don't contain all the necessary amino acids. And on top of that, plant-based proteins aren't as easily digested and absorbed. This is because plants have a natural barrier around them. They're coated in fibrous material, which prevents the body from being able to access their amino acids. By the way, it's the same fibrous material that provides us with dietary fiber, the very same dietary fiber that keeps the gut microbiome healthy. Now, a joint task force between the World Health Organization and the Food and Agriculture Organization suggested that vegans specifically may need to increase their daily protein intake. Again, this is to make up for the fact that plant-based proteins aren't as easily absorbed by the body. So vegans specifically may need more protein each day. But for vegetarians, most studies have found that there's no need to increase daily protein intakes above what's recommended for those that eat animal products. And again, the timing of when you eat protein Y versus protein X and combining doesn't really matter. As long as you're getting enough protein each day, the body will figure out what to do with it. Oh, and in case you're wondering which plant-based protein is most easily absorbed by the body, processed soy, like tofu, ranks highest. And really quickly, it is unsustainable for billions of N95 masks to be discarded at the end of each day. Plus, you probably don't prefer to spend a few dollars on a mask every day, only to have them discarded later, while reusing your masks doesn't seem like the greatest idea. So what do you do? Dan Castle launched Castle Grade, the makers of the last mask you'll ever buy. They're not only reusable, but they're also easy to clean, won't fog your glasses, and made of soft silicone that doesn't leave marks on your face. Most importantly, they allow you to breathe easier, unlike regular cloth masks that wrap directly over your mouth. Castle Grade is FDA registered, and you can wash it as often as you need, in a dishwasher. I definitely have never heard of that one. To get some masks for your family, 
Just visit castlegray.com and enter discount code OHD at checkout for 10% off your first order. That's castlegray.com and use code OHD at checkout for 10% off. Thank you so much again for the question, Amanda. You'll be entered into a very small raffle every month to win a book. And if you want to be in the raffle, send me a question. You can now email one to health at oldpodcast.com. Or if you want your voice on the show, come by oldpodcast.com slash ask. Right on that page, you can record your question straight from your computer's microphone. It's really easy and you can even play back your message and do retakes before sending it in. Or you can do it the old-fashioned way and call in your question. The number is 61 I love OHD. In the meantime, that's it for today. Thank you so much for listening every day. Thank you for listening all the way through. Thank you in advance for sending in your questions. I hope you have a wonderful holiday weekend if you're here in the US, but I'll still see you over this holiday weekend because I'll be back for the Saturday and Sunday show where your optimal life awaits.